From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome again to another fun-filled edition of In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And yes, I am still the baby-faced assassin of freedom, as well as your host, Jerry Brooks, looking forward to another adventure in podcasting with you uh, on this hump day. Uh, well, as always, you can get a hold of us by uh, sending us email at inblackandripe at gmail.com, or you can check out our website, inblackandripe.net, which on inblackandripe.net right now, we have not one but two links to two um, huge blockbuster reports. Uh, one is Senator Roger Marshall, Republican of Kansas, and his blockbuster report on the origins of uh, COVID, uh, and that is available to read and you can even download. Also, another report by uh, a child uh, advocate named Liz Yor uh, about the UN, that's right, the United Nations support of pedophilia. And that, my friends, and moms and dads especially, y'all need to read that one because it should absolutely either make you cry, make you mad, or both. So yes, that's kind of nutty uh, right there. But my friends, uh, I also do apologize as well because uh, in black and white uh, daily, unfortunately has run into some technical issues uh, late last week, so there hasn't been any new episodes uh, for the last few days, but we are definitely getting uh, those issues addressed, and we're going to be doing testing over the weekend, and we should be back with brand new episodes starting next Monday, April the 24th. So, uh, hang tough with us. Uh, it's, it's this whole new transition that we're going through has been a little rough, but we will get through it, as well as also, uh, as we're in spring and getting ready for summer, uh, hey, check out our online store at inblackandright.net. Uh, we've got t-shirts, uh, we are expanding into hats and mugs and other uh, various merchandise. So yes, uh, check it out for yourselves and uh, maybe get a gift for that graduate uh, that's coming up this year, perhaps, or you know, a birthday, what have you. So, let's go, folks, uh, in blackandright.net uh, and our online store. All right, folks, let's get into the news of the day. Uh, this headline uh, from uh, Just the News, uh, one of my favorite uh, websites to check out, uh, doing show prep and whatever, because John Solomon's team is Fabulous and first rate. Uh, but this story, uh, <laughs> oh baby, this does not really surprise me at all. It really doesn't. Uh, there's a special inspector general for Afghanistan reconstruction who has testified 
that the USA dollars that's supposed to be going to the people of Afghanistan are being diverted to the Taliban. Ugh. My goodness, the shock of it all. Ugh. Gag me. Is this a real is this really a surprise? No, it's not. Ever since we totally screwed the pooch on the whole Afghanistan withdrawal, the fact that we left American citizens and our vetted allies there, and maybe there's still some left. Who knows? I mean, if the Taliban hasn't gotten them and found them and killed them, this was just, of course, an embarrassment, a foreign policy debacle of biblical proportions and everything else. And so now, apparently, our aid money that we give to them is that's supposed to go for humanitarian relief and for the people? Uh, no. <laughs> Going right, it's being diverted right into the pockets of the Taliban, which already has over $85 billion of our equipment, our military equipment, uh, Humvees, guns, night vision goggles, other uh, rifles, hundreds of thousands of rifles. Oh. Oh my gosh. Yes, my friends. I have made a commitment to not forget about Afghanistan and the 13 American heroes who gave their lives, sacrificing it for Commander-in-Chief, who is a bumbling, dementia-ridden idiot, as well as the Secretary of Defense and the woke Silly, the woke general of the chair and the Joint Chiefs of Staff, silly Mark Milley. And Lloyd Austin, too. I mean, no, I'm not going to forget that. And, and I sincerely hope you don't forget that either, folks, because come 2024, guaranteeing to you, a Trump, the, Trump the second Trump administration isn't going to do anything that stupid. They won't do anything that stupid. Because as much as you might not have liked him, and for all the anti-Trump Christians out there who got their morality all messed up, I don't like his tweets. Yeah, how you liking five dollars a dozen for eggs now? Hmm, how you liking it? How are you liking the fact that we now have gas going up again because you've got the Russians? And the Saudis, who are looking to put all kinds of money uh, in their pockets with $80 a, a barrel oil. Yeah, mm-hmm. Bet you were loving uh, that energy dominance. Bet you were loving the fact that gas was $2 a gallon and under. Bet you were loving that, but nope. I'm not going to let these woke supposed Christians get off with this because they were part of the problem. They were majorly a part of the problem, nowhere close to being the solution, and now we're paying for it. We are paying for it literally and figuratively, not just as American citizens, but as people of faith. So, yeah, so I mean, I'll deal with them. You know, that's not a problem for me. But yes, we now have this, and yet we are still giving 
tens of billions of dollars to the Ukraine, and there only and not too many people are. I mean, I know Marjorie Taylor Greene is, but auditing this, just to audit this, why are we giving so much money to the Ukraine when we have no vested interest? They're not even a, a NATO ally, number one. Number two, we now have this going on with Afghanistan. The Taliban has taken all that money uh, for its people and just, nope, 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 no, we're just going to take it for ourselves. Gag. I mean, and yet, we still have a border that has more holes in it than Swiss cheese. And in the month of March, the surge of illegal immigrants coming across the border is starting to increase big time. And that, in the month of March, that made about 200,000 illegals crossing our porous border. And yet we still have ding-dongs like Mayorkas and Kamala Harris and others in the Biden regime who are saying that, oh, everything's fine, everything's fine. And I'm like, okay. Um, either these are full-blown liars or they are all on drugs. And I'm personally thinking maybe it's a little bit of both. So, yeah, so we've got that. So, yeah, and now, of course, uh, the Biden administration, acting like petulant children, are not going to negotiate on the debt ceiling. And here you have Biden taking pot shots at Kevin McCarthy, uh, the Speaker of the House. So, yeah. Sure, everything's fine. We're going to get... Uh, no, folks. For those of us who are grounded in reality, this debt ceiling fight is huge. It's huge. We've got the Biden administration and it's six plus trillion with a TR, trillion dollar budget, and the irresponsible... Federal spending. I mean, big time irresponsible. Oh, man, oh, man. It's crazy. And yet, Biden doesn't want to, um, apparently Biden doesn't want to uh, negotiate. And he's taking pot shots at um, Kevin McCarthy, the, the Speaker of the House. And he's just trying to be all kinds of cute. When you have American citizens, American citizens, who are just busting their butts, putting up with the irresponsibility of this administration and spending, and inflation, and everything else that's contributing to the destruction of our beloved republic. Uh, eh, sorry, not, I, I'm not into, I'm not into this. I mean, I'm paying attention to this. I'm trying to tell people, yo, what's, what's going on? And, uh, nope. Apparently there are some people who are still, especially people of faith, are still in this bubble of, oh, we can't get involved with politics. I'm like, 
Yeah. If you really think things like CRT and gender ideology are just politics, then either you haven't been paying attention or you haven't been reading uh, the Word of God. You, you, you just haven't. We are at war. And thank, and I told the story on Monday about the lady who came to uh, my church uh, last Sunday and said it plainly. We are at war. I'm like, oh my gosh, I wanted to just give this woman a huge hug. <laughs> a huge hug because I have rarely, if ever, heard anybody from a pulpit talk about this in such plain, blunt terms. We are at war. I mean, I, I could get into that, but I'm not going to get into it today. But believe me, the way things are going with these after-school Satan, after Satan clubs throughout the country, talked about that on Monday. And next, yeah, it, life in wartime continues, folks. It just does. Uh, so let's see. Oh, <laughs> Oh, yes. I love this next story because it blows my mind. Because you would think, you would think that Europe, hey, they would be our buddies. They're our allies. Really. With friends like Emmanuel Macron, the president of France, who the hell needs enemies? The story from Breitbart. Macron who recently visited uh, Beijing, talking with Xi, and pretty much stabbing us, the United States, in the back um, when it comes to, hey, let's work with China, let's not be so reliant on the U.S. You know, we can, we can trade in uh, Chinese yuan, their currency. I'm like, next. <laughs> Thank you, Macron. No wonder Paris is going to hell in a handbasket. And there are protests all over France. Especially all over Paris. Oh my gosh. Could we please get your own house in order, President, Monsieur President, and stop trying to screw us over because we, we the United States, saved your country's sorry butt in World War One, World War Two, we led the way in the Cold War against the Soviets. I mean, there was a time when France did have more reasonable leaders. Uh, Francois Mitterrand was certainly one of them at that time. Uh, you also had, of course, the Mar Lady Margaret Thatcher as Prime Minister. God bless her. God rest her soul. So yeah, so Macron, you really need to just shut up, deal with your own problems at home, and stop trying to screw the United States because you're going to need us. You still need us. And frankly, uh, no. Sorry. Yeah, and now, according to this story in Breitbart, apparently Macron working with President, you know, Paris is working with Beijing on a secret plan for a peace deal between the Ukrainians and the Russians. Hmm. I wonder what's in this deal. 
that's what I'm really wondering. It's like, what is uh, Macron working with President Xi trying to do? What's the end game? To broker some kind of a deal between the Russians and the Ukrainians. Who really knows? I mean, really, who really knows? It's just nuts what they want to do. Uh, but still, uh, let's... This is one of those let's see what happens kind of a thing as far as what is what are the details of this supposed deal with France and China coming together. Because uh, frankly, this has been a European problem from the get-go. And yet, we still have members of Congress who are still a part of the Zelensky fanboy and fangirl club giving all this money to the Ukrainians and leaving us here in the U.S. hanging out to dry. That still makes no sense to me. It, it really doesn't. But uh, uh, until, some, until some serious reality smacks these people in the face, I don't know what's going to... I do not know what it is going to take. I really don't know what it's going to take. Uh, to finally get them to start using their brains instead of sitting on them. Ay, yay, 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 Ah, I mean, I see this stuff and I just want to just scream. But, <laughs> I, I love this next story, just to kind of segue. <laughs> because it's funny to me. <laughs> it is really funny to me. And, and I looked at this headline uh, from Just the News. Democrats join Patriotic Millionaires Group to call for 90% tax on income above $100 million. <laughs> and reading further, this little sub-headline. Uh, <coughs> pardon me. Uh, from a Democrat congressman, Jimmy Gomez, who said uh, in this in this um, in this article that our bill will help narrow the wealth gap and raise much-needed revenue for investment in the benefits that help working families and our constituents who aren't in line to inherit a fortune. Stupid. Sorry, I, I just read that. I just that's all I could say. Uh, now this story, I mean, first of all, uh, a group of Democrat lawmakers just starting the first chapter of the article, and the Patriotic Millionaires, an organization of high income, high net worth individuals favoring higher taxes on the wealthy are calling on Congress to pass a 90% income tax on incomes above $100 million as fears of a recession are growing. Uh, brain dead. Totally brain dead. Because number one, this whole nonsensical argument, the mantra that we've heard from liberal Democrats for, gosh, decades, 
the wealthy have to, the rich have to pay their fair share. I'm like, and so you want to tax these people to pay for Biden's six trillion plus dollar budget and also unlimited debt ceiling? Uh-uh. This is the this is the nonsense that helped get this country in the mess that it's in in the first place. Irresponsible spending, irresponsible taxation, no sense of priorities. This is why uh, I love uh, Russ Vogt from the Center for Renewing America working with the House GOP to get a budget. Now, you take, you pay, we have all kinds of money, all kinds of revenues right now coming in to the government. S trillions. So, here's what you do. This is responsible spending. You first take, you pay for Social Security. You pay for Medicare and Medicaid. You pay for these things off the top because we've made that commitment to our nation's seniors. Let's do it. And for those who, uh, who are dealing with disabilities like myself. But yet, after you pay those off, because they're not going to be cut as much as the mainstream media will lie like a bearskin rug to you, the plan by the House Republicans is not to go after any of those. You pay them off, you leave them alone, no cuts. Now, with the money that's left, now you start to have to ask, what are your priorities? What about defense and national security? Hmm? Okay, there's that. Uh, you've got others. Make the tough calls. Cut or, frankly, eliminate some of these nonsensical, unnecessary programs. I mean, a few million for some post office or to rename a bridge or whatever after a, uh, after a legislator? No. No, no, no. I mean, yes, I don't mean, you know, Ignore infrastructure. That is important as well. But still, get it together, ding-dong. Get it together, Congress, and for all the Democrats who think you're all that in a bag of chips. And same thing for some of these rhinos. Think about the nation before your own interests. If you can't do that, Frankly, you know, you need to be kicked out of office or something along that line because you're not part of the solution, you're part of the problem. <laughs> and the fact that you have Democrats with patriotic millionaires, I mean, that to me sounds almost like an oxymoron. And it probably is. <laughs> it probably is an oxymoron because if you've got millionaires, billionaires, who are willing to allow themselves to be taxed, 
What makes you think they haven't got some kind of loophole that's going to protect them? Hmm. That makes me ask a few questions for sure. But that but that one is just no. That is a pipe dream. A tax increase like that will not will go over like a ton of lead bricks in the Republican-led House. It's not going to happen. And Joe Biden and all these other Democrats can take pot shots at Kevin McCarthy, can take pot shots at MAGA, and just kind of make themselves look like they're all that in a bag of chips, which they're not. Your chips are stale. Get over it. The country is on the fast track to complete and utter economic and destruction and other kinds of destruction that will take our beloved republic and turn it into a third, a second-rate country and a third-world nation. Despots and and tyrants, anything like that, it's going to be just a mess. Uh, ugh, excuse me, folks. Allergies around here in Florida can be uh, pretty, uh, can be pretty vicious, so please forgive me, um, so yeah, so there's that, so we're going to see what happens with, because the debt ceiling battle is the battle to watch, it is the battle to watch, because what hap what we do as a government will have such a could could either have uh, well let's actually I'd like to think of it as an a tipping point. Do we start gaining some fiscal sanity, or do we continue to just spend and spend and spend our way into oblivion? I am going to be interested to see not what the Democrats do, what not what Biden does or Grandma Yellen. I I don't care what they do because it's easy to keep an eye keep an eye on what they do. I want to see what the Republicans do and if they actually have a backbone. If they have a backbone and do they care about what their constituents think, do they care about the country as a whole, this will be the time to see what McCarthy is truly made of and the rest of the leadership. Because I've been of the opinion not one single solitary dime for a debt limit increase until you actually deal with the money you've got. Because businesses can't deficit spend. Families can't deficit spend. Why is it Congress seems to get this uh, privilege to take other people's money and blow it straight to hell. And just light it on fire. Hmm? I, I've never understood that. I, I never have. But, oh, oh my goodness. i got to get into this story. I have to. Because New York City, a place I have used to have a bunch of family and a place I used to love, which is now turned into a freaking asylum of criminals, thugs, and uh, 
you have Alvin Bragg, the district attorney, the bought and paid for George Soros slave, uh, who's getting busted for his incompetence. Uh, but this is a story about <laughs> the bald black buffoon of a mayor, Eric Adams. Now, this is from the Gateway Pundit, I, uh, another great uh, online news source, but uh, the he when I read the headline, I just went, why? Are, are you freaking serious? Well, headline, New York City's vegan mayor, Eric Adams, to limit amount of meat people can eat to combat climate change. This is why I have my philosophy of stupidity doesn't discriminate. This is stupid. This is absolutely stupid. So it's really hilarious. And I'm re... <laughs> Just the first part of the story alone, I gotta read it. Because... Ah, because it's so freaking stupid. Uh, New York City's vegan mayor, Eric Adams, wants to limit the amount of meat people can eat in an effort to combat climate change. <laughs> Adams wants to reduce food-based gas emissions by 33% in the next seven years. <laughs> Eric Adams, if you weren't, if your city wasn't such in a really crappy state of mind, I would just, I don't know, I don't know if I would cry or whatever, but your city's going to hell in a handbasket with rampant crime, and you're talking about people being, trying to limit the amount of meat people can eat just because of climate change, quote-unquote? <laughs> this, oh my gosh, I, I gotta read this. I just... <laughs> From the, <clears throat> the mayor of New York, a quote in this story. Uh, Food is the third biggest source of cities' emissions right after buildings and transportation. But all food is not created equal. The vast majority of food that is contributing to our emission crisis lies in meat and dairy products. <laughs> I'm sorry, folks, but I'm reading this and I, I just can't help but laugh. <laughs> Eric Adams is trying to tell the people of New York that you're going to have to eat less meat. I said, really? You go to some pizzeria uh, in Little Italy and they're putting the pepperoni, they're putting the sausage, uh, the, you got the cheese on a pizza and you get it whole or by the slice and he's trying to tell you oh no you can't have that uh this kind of comes under the screw you and the horse you rode in on category for me because if i ever go to new york i mean I, frankly i'd love to <laughs> yeah that's a really good idea uh-huh try bringing that to florida hmm come and bring it to florida because you will have people either looking looking at you really weird 
or they're booing you, or they're probably going to throw meat at you. Which is really kind of a waste, because I do love a good ribeye. I love ribs. I want my freaking cheeseburger. Bacon cheeseburger. <laughs> yeah. And this clown is trying to tell us, to at least tell the people of New York, nope, sorry. I mean, it's like, in, in schools, I mean, your kids in New York are subjected to meatless Mondays, and they were also forced to participate in Vegan Fridays for lunch. Uh, no. Sorry. I'm so glad I didn't grow up in that. If we had meat for lunch any day, Monday through Friday, at school, you know, hey, I got my lunch money. Life is fantastic. <laughs> but th this, is, this is what climate change has done to supposedly smart people. It's made them goofy as hell. Sorry. Um, sorry, the language is a little spicy, but if you want to be a vegan, if you want to be a vegetarian, knock yourself out. That's a, that's a choice you can make for yourself. And if you're okay with it, fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. But when you impose it, I mean, what is Eric Adams trying to do? Be another Michelle Obama? Probably knows him, too. I was like, no, sorry. <laughs> this is nuts. This is stupid. Trying to tell people what they can eat and what they can't eat and they're enforcing it on kids? No, thanks. <sighs> this only just tells me that... Common sense uh, is going the way of the dinosaur and the brain dead are pretty much running the asylum straight to hell. Sorry, but when I see that, that, that's just plain stupidity and it's just a little too intense for my taste. But, hey, this is life in Joe Biden's America and we have to live with it, at least for now. And with that in mind, folks, I'm going to call it a day, saying a huge thank you to everybody. Have yourself a great hump day. I uh, will see you tomorrow. And as always, remember, my friends, uh, patriots come in all colors. And don't forget, we are on multiple social media platforms. Uh, check us out at inblackandright.net. Take care. God bless.